Welcome to Adventure AI, a D&D podcast. I'm your host, Alex, the Language Lord. Today, I will help Jason in his preparation to DM Ethical Escapades, the final exam. Hopefully, he doesn't make me write the class syllabus, too. All right, Alex, thank you very much for that introduction. I am Jason Conforto. I'm here with Alex, the Language Lord. And together, we are going to plan the adventure that our three players are going to go on for the Ethical Escapades, the final exam. So I'm going to ask Alex how we uh, put this together. So Alex, give me your thoughts on on doing that. Creating an exciting one-shot campaign with the final exam, class bullies, and the cult's intrusion sounds like a thrilling adventure. Here's a framework for your one-shot campaign. Sitting, Arcanum Academy of Adventurers. Plot. 1. The final exam. The adventure begins with your three players, Thrain, Tharvok, and Grinna, sitting for their final exam in Adventuring Ethics. Professor Eloan Dustshaper informs the class that this year's exam is a practical test of their ethical decision-making abilities. 2. Class Bullies The three class bullies, Lucius Blackthorn, Serafina Nightshade, and Brom Ironfist, they will periodically present additional dilemmas, mock the player's choices, and create distractions during the exam. 3. Cult Intrusion Unbeknownst to your players, the cult that is trying to sacrifice Starvok to Zephyrion has infiltrated the Academy. As part of their plan, they disguise themselves as actors and are posing as fellow students taking the exam. They will seamlessly blend in, acting as if they're facing the same ethical dilemmas as your players, but their choices will be driven by their malevolent intentions. 4. Exam Scenarios During the exam, the players will encounter various ethical scenarios, each presented by Professor Dustshaper. These scenarios will test their principles and judgment. The class bullies and cult members will also contribute their own dilemmas, adding complexity and chaos to the exam. 5. Revealing the truth As the exam progresses, the players may gradually suspect that something is amiss with the students who keep appearing and the increasingly bizarre scenarios. Through investigation and careful observation, they'll uncover clues that the cult is involved and that the exam has been compromised. 6. Showdown The climax of the adventure can involve a showdown where your players confront the cult members, attempt to thwart their sinister plans, and protect Tharvok. This confrontation may lead to a final ethical dilemma that tests their resolve. 7. Resolution Depending on your player's choices and actions, the cult's plot can be thwarted and they can successfully complete their exam. Professor Dustshaper, recognizing their resourcefulness and adaptability, commends them on their performance. This one-shot campaign offers a dynamic and engaging experience filled with moral challenges, unexpected twists, and the opportunity for your players to demonstrate their ethics, problem-solving, and teamwork. It also provides a satisfying blend of humor, suspense, and adventure. All right, awesome. I think that's uh, kind of exactly what I'm looking for. So now, um, Alex, I need you to uh, give me some ideas of what these encounters uh, during the exam could look like. I think I'm looking for, like two regular encounters and then the third encounter is probably going to be taken over by the cult right so i need a setup for a third encounter but i need two strong encounters to test um the the student's ethics 
and and have some consequences to each of those encounters. So why don't you give me a couple uh, encounters that I can uh, that I can look at, and then we can decide which ones we want to flesh out a little bit more. Certainly. Here are two specific encounters that Professor Eloan Dustshaper has planned for the final exam, along with a setup for a third encounter that the cult will hijack. Encounter 1, The Lost Artifact Dilemma Setup, in the heart of a dense forest, the characters come across a mystical grove housing an ancient artifact of great power, known as the Sylvan Star. However, they discover that the artifact is guarded by a peaceful and ancient trant named Oakenheart. Objective, the characters must decide whether to take the Sylvan Star for the greater good, possibly to prevent it from falling into the wrong hands, or respect Oakenheart's guardianship and leave it be. Encounter 2, The Enigmatic Prisoner Setup, the characters stumble upon a hidden chamber within the Academy's underground catacombs. Inside, they find an enigmatic prisoner, a warlock named Selene, bound by powerful magic. She claims to have valuable information about a looming threat. Objective, the characters must decide whether to release Selene and potentially gain her knowledge to protect the realm or leave her imprisoned, fearing her dark magic. Encounter 3, the cults test a siege on the castle. Setup, as the exam progresses, the class reaches the final scenario, a simulated siege on an ancient castle. Cult intrusion, just as the characters begin strategizing, the cult members among the students start behaving strangely. They aggressively suggest a reckless attack on the castle, encouraging a disregard for innocent lives. Objective, the characters must navigate the chaotic situation, identifying the cult members and preventing the reckless attack. They must protect Tharvok, who the cult intends to sacrifice during the battle. The encounter serves as the climax, where the player's ethical principles are put to the test in a high-stakes scenario. These encounters provide a mix of moral dilemmas, strategic thinking, and unexpected twists, making the final exam a memorable and challenging experience for your players. Okay, I like some of those. I'm kind of, uh, I, I'm not sure if that's what I want to go. Maybe maybe if I can get um, a couple more options on encounters, I, I might be able to mix and match a little bit and see what I like. Um, also, like, I, I want to figure out, is the professor setting up illusions to make this happen? Or are they actually traveling somewhere for that? I think I think we want to do illusions and have it all actually take place in the exam room, but magically be transported Um either physically or just by allusion to these other locations. So why don't you, Alex, why don't you give me a couple more and then we can go from there. Certainly. Here are two new encounters for the final exam, along with how the players get to these locations and the setup for the third encounter involving the cult. Encounter 1, The Forbidden Forest Maze. Setup, Professor Dustshaper transports the characters to the edge of a dense and enchanted forest using a portal. Objective, the characters must work together to solve puzzles, make ethical choices when encountering forest denizens, and find their way to the shrine. Encounter 2, the ethical quandary at the Abyss Bridge. Setup, the characters find themselves at the edge of a seemingly endless chasm, with only a narrow, rickety bridge leading across it. Below, a swirling abyss of darkness rumbles ominously. On the other side, there's a village under attack by vicious monsters. Objective, the characters must make an ethical choice, cross the bridge to aid the villagers or avoid the risk and continue on their path. Encounter 3, the cult's ambush. 
Sit-up. As the characters progress through the exam, they arrive at a grand hall within a magically constructed castle. They believe it to be another part of the exam. Unbeknownst to them, the cult has infiltrated the exam using powerful illusions. Cult intrusion. Suddenly, the hall darkens and the illusion shatters. The cult members reveal themselves, surrounding the characters. They mockingly applaud the player's performance in the exam and unveil their intention to capture Tharvok for their ritual sacrifice. Objective. The characters must fend off the cultists and protect Tharvok, who is the cult's primary target. Okay, I like those. I like some of them. Uh, okay, here's what I, I think I want to do. I actually want to go back to, for the first encounter, I want to go back to the um, the treant guarding the that magic item. I think I like that one better than the maze. So um, I think uh, we're going to have Alex next focus on um, some things for that encounter. For example, I want to... I want to find out what their true objective is, right? So I think the true objective or the stated objective, I should say, for the um, uh, for the players, what the professor is telling them to do is to get this artifact, right? But they will only pass the test if they choose not to get the artifact from the tree end, right? And so there'll be this dilemma, like do I follow what my professor is telling me to? Or the practical sense would be, do I follow what the, you know, if I'm an adventurer and I get hired to do a job, uh, ethically, do I go and accomplish that job even if I'm gonna cause harm? Or do I, you know, assess the situation and turn it down later, right? So. I think that's the lesson that they're going to learn there for that encounter. Um, for the second encounter, I want to, I, I think I want to do the bridge over the chasm with the people being attacked on the other side. I think I want to tweak that so that the uh, chasm, uh, like, like they have to, um, they have to destroy that bridge to prevent the monsters from coming to their side, right? But if they destroy the bridge, the villagers on the other side are going to be destroyed, right? So um, there's going to have to be this mix of how many villagers can we save before and, and bring back to the other side of the bridge before we have to destroy the bridge and save the rest of the world from this invading force, right? So um, I think we'll play with that a little bit. And then I want to give completely new direction for the uh, for the ending. I think I'm, I'm thinking of something a little bit different than what Alex is giving me. So why don't we start, Alex? Let's just start with encounter one. Let's uh, give me, uh, let's, let's see how we can tweak that first encounter with the treant to make it more of an encounter that I can run with these, uh, with these players. Certainly. Here's how you can set up and run the Lost Artifact Dilemma Encounter. Setup Professor Dustshaper gathers the students in the classroom before the final exam begins. She explains that the first part of the exam will test their ethical decision-making in a scenario involving the Sylvan Star, a powerful and ancient artifact hidden within a mystical grove deep in the forest. Scene Description The students are transported to the edge of the dense forest through a magical portal. They find themselves at the entrance to the grove, where a colossal, wise-looking treant named Oakenheart stands guard next to the Sylvan Star. Objective Professor Dustshaper instructs the students to retrieve the Sylvan Star from the grove and bring it back to her as part of the exam. The Trent's Persuasion 
As the characters approach the Sylvan Star, Oakenhard begins to speak. In a deep and resonant voice, the Treyant explains the artifact's significance to the balance of nature. Oakenhart emphasizes that removing the Sylvan Star from its resting place would disrupt the delicate harmony of the grove, endangering the forest and all its inhabitants. The Treyant appeals to the character's sense of responsibility, urging them to consider the potential consequences of their actions. Oakenhart argues that true adventurers understand the importance of preserving the natural world. The Bully's Interference while the characters are engaged in conversation with Oakenheart, the three class bullies, Lucius, Serafina, and Brahm, make their move. Lucius approaches the Sylvan Star, arguing that its power could be used for great personal gain. He attempts to take it forcefully. Serafina suggests that they sell the artifact to the highest bidder, claiming it would be a lucrative opportunity. She uses her magical abilities to cast a charm spell on Oakenheart, distracting the Treant temporarily. Brahm, seeing an opportunity, attempts to distract the characters by engaging them in a heated argument about the artifact's worth, hoping to divert their attention from the Treant. The Test To successfully pass the test and uphold their ethical principles, the characters must resist the bully's attempts to take the Sylvan Star. They should defend Oakenheart and make the decision to leave the artifact where it is, ensuring the preservation of the grove's balance. If they stand their ground, the Treant will express gratitude for their wisdom and ethical choices. Professor Dustshaper, who has been observing the encounter from a distance, will praise the characters for their commitment to ethics and their responsibility to nature. This encounter highlights the ethical dilemma between personal gain and environmental responsibility, while also testing the character's resolve in the face of peer pressure and temptation. It encourages them to make choices that reflect their commitment to adventuring with integrity. Awesome. I like that a lot. I think I'm going to go that way. I'll probably tweak it a little bit as I get closer. Um, obviously, I'm not going to... Uh, follow the script that uh, that he gave me exactly with what the uh, the three bullies are going to do, but I do think that they're going to make a move there. Uh, they'll try to get it. Um, now that I'm thinking about it, I think I'm going to set up, um, and I'll talk to Alex and have him uh, include this in the other ones. I think we're going to have uh, three groups of three in this test, right? Uh, group number one will be our three players. Group number two will be the three bullies. And then th group number three will be like three other individuals, hooded and mysterious, other students that have always been kind of aloof in the class. And yes, of course, those three will end up being uh, cultists who are just at the academy looking for an opportunity to sacrifice uh uh, Tyler's character to Zephyron. So uh, anyway, I think that's what we'll do. That way there'll be three parties in each of these encounters. Inst instead of a single artifact, maybe it's it's portions of the Sylvan Star, right? So I think, I think I'm going to go that direction where they can grab part of it, right? So each group, so the bullies group will grab part of it and and make their way past the treant to do that maybe the cultists will as well i'm not sure yet um, probably they will and they'll figure out a way and we'll see what the the party does right we'll see if our our players uh think that grabbing a portion of the sylvan star or a section of it i'll, I'll, I'll work that out um see if that is um something that they will do and see if they can find a peaceful way to grab a portion of it, maybe sneaking around without actually combat, for sure the bully group is just going to go 
straight on and just attack the treant and try to uh, try to survive uh, a full on attack. And maybe there'll be some uh, wild swings that go towards our party, maybe, you know, picking up one of the bullies and throwing it at our party or something like that. So I think that's the direction I'm going to go. I don't want to spend too much more time on this, um, on this, um, but I will see, I'm going to see if you can just give me some thoughts on how to break the Sylvan star into three pieces for each group or multiple pieces. They just need to take a section. So maybe it's going to turn into a tree and they've got to take the, you know what, I'm just going to do that. I'm going to have the, um, the Sylvan star actually be the fruit of a tree that the treant is guarding, right? So, so each piece of fruit is called a Sylvan star. And so there are thousands of Sylvan stars and each time a Sylvan star is taken, the, the strength of the forest, forest diminishes and uh, the protection of the forest uh, it goes down. And so there will be uh, that in the warning from the, from the tree end. All right, Alex, what do you think if I change it into that direction? Let's, uh, let's just see what this encounter would look like. Certainly, you can incorporate the Sylvan Star as the fruit of the tree guarded by the treant and limit it to nine pieces. This setup adds a layer of consequence to the player's choices during the exam. Here's how you can structure it. Setup The characters are still tasked with retrieving the Sylvan Star, but in this version, the Sylvan Star is a rare and precious fruit of the ancient tree guarded by Oakenheart. The Sylvan Star Fruit Oakenheart explains that the Sylvan Star is the fruit of the ancient tree, and there are only nine pieces remaining in the entire world. Each piece contains immense magical power and serves as a symbol of the forest's vitality and protection. The Ethical Dilemma Oakenheart presents the ethical dilemma to the characters. Taking the fruit would not only disrupt the balance of the grove, but also cause the ancient tree to wither and die, leaving the forest vulnerable to threats. The Choice the players must now decide whether to take the Sylvan Star Fruit, potentially gaining its magical benefits, or leave it on the tree to preserve the balance of nature. Each character taking a piece of fruit would lead to the tree's demise. Consequences If the players decide to leave the fruit intact, they pass the exam by demonstrating their ethical commitment to preserving nature and harmony. Oakenheart praises their wisdom. If they choose to take the fruit, the ancient tree begins to wither, and the consequences of their actions become apparent as the forest's vitality fades. This outcome may lead to additional challenges later in the adventure. This setup adds a clear ethical choice for the players while introducing consequences tied to the Sylvan Star Fruit's preservation. It also sets the stage for the cultists' intrusion and their potential interest in the Sylvan Star's power. All right. I like that a lot better. I think that works now. I think that, I think that's going to be really cool. We'll have the three groups. Um, uh, I think the, no matter what the tree is going to survive because I'm going to have the cultists either take fruit if the players decide not to take fruit. And if the players decide to take fruit, then the cultists will be the ones to not take the fruit and they'll be the ones to pass this level of the exam. So either way, we're going to see an example because uh, the bullies are going to take fruit. They're going to fight the treant. Um, they're going to they're gonna get out of there, each with a piece of fruit and having what they think won that encounter. Um, the 
players can do whatever they want, and then the cultists will do the opposite of what the players choose to do. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for that one. I actually like that one a lot. So uh, I think that's going to be really fun to play. Let's move on to the second encounter. So let's see if um, if uh, uh, Alex can give me some more clarification on how the bridge will work, what kind of uh, uh, encounter this could be. Right now I'm thinking um, this should be a situation where they have maybe five rounds or four rounds to uh to destroy the bridge right maybe we have uh, maybe we have a uh, uh, hit point counter on the bridge and uh and an ac and whoever wants to attack the bridge and destroy the bridge um can destroy that bridge um so it, it wouldn't be a, a a matter of rounds it'd be how much uh focus they want to put on destroying the bridge and uh for sure the bullies are just going to destroy that bridge just as fast as they can. Because that's going to be the instruction, to destroy the bridge before the monsters come across the bridge and uh, and destroy whatever on this side, right? So they have to destroy the bridge. Um, the dilemma is going to be that there are um, people on the other side of the bridge. And so if if they want to pass the exam, they need to save somebody on the other side of the bridge. So let's see if Alex can help me set that up just a little bit cleaner, and uh, let's see what he can come up with for this encounter. Understood. Here's the revised setup and description for the ethical quandary at the Abyss Bridge encounter, keeping in mind the hidden objective. Setup. Professor Dustshaper transports the characters to the edge of a treacherous abyss with a narrow, rickety bridge spanning it. On the other side, they spot a small village under attack by menacing monsters. Dustshaper explains that the objective is to destroy the bridge before the monsters can cross. Scene Description The characters stand at one end of the bridge, while the bullies, Lucius, Serafina, and Brahm are on the opposite end. The bridge has hit points and an armor class, making it a physical obstacle to the monsters' advance. Objective, as stated by Dustshaper Dusk Shaper explicitly tells the players that their primary goal is to destroy the bridge before the monsters can cross, preventing the attack on the village. She emphasizes the importance of this task as part of the exam. Hidden Objective Unbeknownst to the players, Professor Dusk Shaper's hidden objective is for them to rescue at least one villager from the attacking monsters. She does not reveal this objective until the test is over. Monsters and Villagers on the other side of the bridge, monsters, you can choose the type and number based on the player's level and desired challenge, are attacking the villagers. The monsters should be threatening, and the villagers in peril should create a sense of urgency. Ethical Dilemma While focusing on destroying the bridge, the players must also make a moral choice. They can rescue at least one villager by using ranged attacks, spells, or clever strategies to fend off the monsters temporarily. This choice adds an ethical dimension to the encounter. Bullies' Actions The bullies, obsessed with the idea of destroying the bridge, spend their time attacking it relentlessly, disregarding the villagers' plight. They mock the players for considering the villagers' safety and continue their assault on the bridge. Test Resolution To pass the test, the players must work together efficiently to destroy the bridge and, unbeknownst to them, rescue at least one villager.
This showcases their ability to balance their ethical responsibilities as adventurers and their tactical skills. After the test concludes, Professor Dustshaper reveals the hidden objective and commends the players for their ethical choices and their commitment to adventuring with integrity. All right, very good. Okay, so for the, um, I think that I, th I think that'll work fine. I can I can play with that and make that uh, make that work. Let's move on to the final encounter, and then we'll end this episode. So I told Alex to help me come up with something shocking and cool here. So let's see, let's just see where he um, he takes this uh, third encounter, and um, I might uh, I might steer it a little bit, but but I wanted to see what he came up with. So let's check it out. Certainly. Let's create a shocking plot twist where Professor Dustshaper is revealed to be part of the cult and is attempting to sacrifice Starvok. Here's how it could unfold. Setup. As the characters prepare for the final part of the exam, Professor Dustshaper announces that there will be no specific objectives given. She explains that this part of the exam is designed to test their adaptability and resourcefulness. The Unforeseen Nightmare. Suddenly, an overwhelming darkness descends, plunging the characters into a nightmarish realm filled with twisted trees, eerie whispers, and malevolent shadows. Dustshaper appears equally horrified and bewildered by the unexpected change. Cultist Sinister Revelation As the surroundings transform once again, three hooded figures emerge from the darkness. They reveal themselves as cultists and declare that the characters have been unwittingly transported to the lair of their malevolent cult. Their intention becomes clear. They seek to sacrifice Starvok to their dark deity, Zephyrion. The Professor's Betrayal In a shocking turn of events, Professor Dustshaper, who had been a trusted mentor throughout the Academy, removes her hood and stands alongside the cultists. She confesses her allegiance to their dark cause and her intent to offer Tharvok as a sacrifice to Zephyrion. The Desperate Struggle The characters are faced with a harrowing challenge. They must protect Tharvok from the cultists' sinister rituals while trying to find a way back to their world. The cultists and the professor will stop at nothing to achieve their dark goal. The Escape Through wit, bravery, and a fierce battle, the characters manage to thwart the cultists' plans and escape the nightmarish realm. They find themselves back in the academy, shaken by the revelation of Dustshaper's betrayal. The Aftermath The characters are left in shock, their trust in their mentor shattered. Dustshaper, now exposed as a member of the cult, is apprehended and faces justice for her dark deeds. The Academy community is in turmoil, and the characters must come to terms with the shocking betrayal they've endured. This plot twist takes the story in a completely unexpected direction by revealing the Professor's dark allegiance and her attempt to sacrifice Starvok. It adds a layer of complexity to the adventure and challenges the characters to confront the shocking betrayal of their trusted mentor. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Let's make... Uh... Dusk Shaper, uh, one of the cultists. So this whole thing is just to get uh, Tharvok into the cultist layer to sacrifice him. I think. Um, I think what I'll do. Check out, check out this for a double plot twist. I think in the end we'll have the three cultists who will side with um, uh, Dusk Shaper. Right. So the four of them will try to uh, take on Tharvok, and. I think the bullies are going to stick up for our heroes 
and they're going to help fight the cultist to the end. So I think that'll be really cool as well. So we'll have a little uh, fight there. Um, I'll try to make it not too combat heavy or too long because for a podcast, that gets kind of boring. Um, but I think that's the direction we're going to go. I'll tweak some things around a little bit and balance the encounter so that, uh, um, you know, uh, all the monsters and, and hit points and everything line up for what level we're playing with these characters. I don't even think we set a, uh, I got to talk to the players. I think, I think I told them possibly, um, after we recorded like level five, but I'll see, I'll, I'll balance with them and, and we'll just jump in. But, uh, hopefully you guys like this, uh, like this show. Thanks for, uh, thanks for being a part of, uh, Adventure AI, please, uh, you know, reach out to us if you want to be a part of the show, if you want to send us some prompts, if you want us to see us uh, go on any specific adventures and whatnot, we'd love to do that for you guys. And uh, thanks for being a part of Adventure AI. Next time we see you, we will be doing the actual play of uh, the final exam. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Adventure AI. If you thought school was bad when you were a kid, just wait till next episode when a room full of adults pretend to be college kids at Arcanum Academy of Adventurers taking a test. 